Hello and welcome to episode 95 of the AG Podcast. I'm your host today, the Ash Cohen and Nine. I do apologise for the sound of my voice today. Um, I've got the lurgy, so uh, just recovering from that. Joining me on today's episode, as always, is Jaminator. Good evening, pal. Good evening, mate. And I promise we've not been kissing, guys. We both have the same lurgy. It's going around <laughs> everywhere. Um, <laughs> mute your mic, Ash Cohen. <laughs> yeah. I apologise already, guys, if you're a germaphobe. There could be coughs. We will try and mute as much as possible. Mm. Um, hopefully, our two guests are not ill. Uh, Ash, I'll let you introduce them. Yep. Uh, joining us today is Hilly. Evening. Uh, yeah, I've got a bit of a cough as well, so I'm going to be uh, hot on the mute button as well. But great to have, great to be back. <laughs> yeah, and uh, also joining us, Eamon Raz. How are you doing? Hello. There's nothing wrong with my voice. This is just how I speak. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, he's got that horrible Irish lurgy. Oh, no. oh. What's going on? It gets worse. You end up like Storm. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God, get vaccinated quick. <laughs> That's brilliant. Um, so, just to go through the agenda for today's episode, we're going to start with Division 1. We're then going to hear from Bertie and the latest from the uh, the AG Clubhouse. We're then going to look at Division 2. We're then going to hear from Joe about the F1. Uh, we're then going to have a little look at Division 3. And then, just to wrap up, we're in the final stretch of the season. We're going to make some podcast predictions in where we think things are going to go. So, let's start with Division 1. Um, and Jam, I'm going to start with you. Um, two points for you for yourself. Berger, top of the league. Um, eight points clear. Two games played more than Brian, though. Um, but he has got a better goal difference. Is it going to be another season for Berger? I mean, it's looking like it, isn't it? I mean, you know, when you look at the... the... The squad he's got, I know we say it every single podcast. Um, I think he probably will do it. Brian has got some good fixtures to come still. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's probably going to be burgers to lose. Uh, the, the big surprise for me is that is the rest of the chasing pack. And I mean, I say chasing pack, they're a bit off it, obviously, based on the fact they've played the same amount of games. But Sweaty and, uh, and Meek are not doing too bad either. Um, but yeah, for me, Burger probably has got enough to see himself over the line. Um, although he has, you know, you look at his recent form, you know, two draws with Aaron, uh, sorry, um, a, a point taken off Aaron, um, Mika uh, beat him and uh, and drew and uh, and Sweaty beat him as well um, and lost the other one. So he's not infallible. You know, we, we've seen him, we've seen him be, uh, you know, be given a bloody nose in, in his last few fixtures. So um, yeah, it's good. It's going to be an interesting running for sure. He, by far, we would probably say again, Raz withstanding obviously in terms of the, you know your thoughts on, on team building and stuff mate he probably has the most desirable most favourable squad um, you know on, on the site and and funnily enough Ash one thing that came up in the F1 party last night um, and you, you were there obviously albeit quite quiet um, he said he'd offer you quite he'd offer you quite a large sum he, for yes, your players yes, um, yes there has been some negotiations and the negotiations are still ongoing um, there may be some news to report soon, but, um, you know, all parties are currently at the table. Um, and then let's talk about yourself. Um, you're currently in 11th, just outside the, uh, the relegation spot. Um, you know, two points yeah. clear of top cat. Um, you have got a much different, worse goal difference than him. I mean, yeah. some of that was down to me. I do apologize. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. do you think you do enough to get out and stay away from that? Um, sort of, you know, bottom three towards the end of the season. I know you've got Charlinho tonight, haven't you? Um, yeah, Charlinho yeah, tonight, so by the time this comes out, I'll have probably either... It seems to be one way or the other for me. Either I'll have taken six points or I'll have taken zero points. Um, again, Charlinho, looking at it, I should be beating him, but you just don't know. Um, 
yeah. I, I thought I'd go into it against Morris thinking I would lose. I ended up winning. So, you know, we'll, we'll see how we go. Um, I've got suited in the game's release today. And then I can't remember who I've got after that. It might even be Brian, to be honest, which obviously okay. does not look very good because he's yeah. quite high up yeah. on the table. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Brian, I, I, yeah. It is it Brian? Right, there you go. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, I... <laughs> I, I said all along, Ash, and I think I've said it on the podcast all along, I think I will stay up this season. Um, I think I've got enough to do it. Um, the goal difference doesn't help, I'll admit, and that's because I, up until that game with you, I think that was the big turning point where I just got so stressed and, and frustrated when I was losing. I just jacked the game in. Hmm. Um, and, you know, and that whole game was a write-off. You know, when you think actually now, if I'd have maybe just sort of played my normal way the rest of that game, it might only have been maybe four or three or, or five um, rather than whatever it ended up being, and, and my goal difference could be a lot healthier, you know. So, I think that's maybe a bit of a lesson, maybe in the future for people. Just you know, keep playing as though you'd always play, and you you should be you know you should be maybe. Yeah, I mean, I think the main thing, isn't it? And I I know it's easier said than done, especially with this FIFA. Um, it's not to lose your head in the games. Yeah, hundred um, percent. I mean, I've had I've had games in the past where my head's gone, and I've just like, yeah, fuck this. You know, mm. it's just. It is. It's all about not losing your head and just trying. Right, you know, you need, sometimes you need a bit of luck, um, and you need the game to sort of go your way. But I think you just you try and keep your head the best you can, and then you keep yourself in it, um, which is the main thing. Because it's when you start going a couple of goals down, and then it ends up just doing your goal difference in. I mean, it's all got a bit patong for me the last couple of games. I was doing quite well, and I mean, I've not. I've lost my last four. Um, I think mm. I lost twice to Sweaty and then lost twice to Brian. So maybe on the face of it, perhaps not a bad, um, you know, pair to play. I mean, I've got Charlie. I mean, it'd be, you know, it'd be lovely after what you did to me at the start of the season for me to be to finish above you. Yeah. That'd be absolutely superb. I mean, my, I mean, you've got two games in hand on me. Um, so if you win those two games in hand, then you could well go above me. I mean, I know I've got Charlinho to play and then I'm not sure who my last game is um, of the season. Um I don't know who the last game is for me. Sean. Is it, is it Sean? Sean, um, yes. I'm hoping that if I beat Charlinho twice, that will be enough for me to sort of secure um, a way. But let's, let's see. Um, Hilly, I'm going to come to you. And Morris, no wins this season. Four points. Um, I mean, obviously, you know, he's leaving at the end of the season. So it's as broad as it's long. But... Um, do you see him picking up any wins? I mean, who, I'm not sure who his last set of games are towards the end of the season. Um, uh, let's have a look. So, he's got, has he played he really... Disco Duke? Has he played him? Uh, if not, he's got Buncey after that. And where is he? Uh, Charlino after that. Okay, so maybe a win against Charlino. Charlino, that would be an interesting one to see. Um, but, yeah, I mean, he's... he's confirmed down isn't he now I think it's mathematically impossible to not but uh, he's had a really difficult season hasn't he um, whenever I've come up against him obviously Div 2 player um, probably going in the opposite direction um, to Div 2 uh, Div 1 sorry um, I've always struggled against him so yes uh, speaks volumes for how far off I am but yeah he's he just looks like he's had a really tough season My uh, minus 54 goal difference 80 goals conceded Um yeah, just not had a good time with it, has he? No, no, not at all. Um, I mean, Raz, looking at division, what do you want to take from it? <laughs> that Morris is terrible. <laughs> <laughs> um, to be honest, basically, uh, you know, Burger being top of the league, that's to be expected. Um, he's got the most money, he's got the best squad. 
Um, has the most luck as well. Has raffles. The, has the most luck. Um, I did see him asking for more raffle tickets as part of the VIP. And so I think that's, that's really pointless. You're going to win it anyway. Um, but basically, you know, he's also a good player. You know, you give, you've got the most money, the best squad, and you're a good player. So, <laughs> like, even though he's he's lost and drawn um, a game there recently, then I still see him, you know, winning the league. Come on, Brian! Don't let us down. <laughs> Don't let us down, Brian. <laughs> I mean, just just one thing, Ash, as well. I was going to say before you jumped to to Hilly and, and Rasmin ago. Um, it's funny you say you should have enough points to to stay up and stuff, and. <laughs> Arguably, yes. The one thing I would say is, so far, I think there's only one person out um, in in this league, which is um, you know that's not coming back. That's going to be confirmed in Division One for next season, and and that was Disco. Obviously, Top Cat, uh, Top Cat, sorry, Morris um, has said he's leaving. Of course, he'll be going down to Division Two anyway. Mm. Um, we're obviously going to stay with three divisions, you'd imagine. Do you think that a couple from this division, maybe me, would maybe get to drop down, maybe to Division Two? Do you think? Oh, not this again. <laughs> I'm sure you'd like that. <laughs> oh, okay. um, oh, I mean, yeah. But you know, it, it, you know all, all jokes aside, it's a valid point because we've seen that in, in Division Three. In, seriously, though, in Division Three, we've seen that a lot of people. You know, I think there's there's the most of the dropouts, I believe, have come from two and three. Um, more from three than two, I believe. So there could be a bit of a trickle down effect where we see that happening. Um, that uh, that the guys who, for example, um, I think Tunners is maybe out, um, and uh, and there's uh, you know, Sofa and uh, yeah, I think there's definitely more in Division Two and Three that aren't coming to my head right now. Could could we see those guys then drop down? Do you think so? A couple from Division One go to two, and two go to three. To balance, or, or how do you to think balance the numbers. Yeah, maybe. What, what do you what you know Hilly for example just very quickly while we I know it's, this is maybe Division One chat but what would you think about that as someone who's currently sitting in Division Two um, would you say that oh, got... um, you know what what would you say to, to, to that happening Well you've got a balance of numbers haven't you you've got to try and keep similar numbers so if it's the way it was panned out then that's what it'd have to be right and then it would take a season to to even out. Um... Again, I think, uh, so it's Mark the Shark, Sofa in Div 2, and Nguint Santana's in Div 3, um, I think, were the other names. So, yeah, that'd be two for me. So, yeah, you can't have a top-heavy... Can you have a top-heavy league? I don't think that'd be right, personally. It just means your leagues will be finished at different times. Possibly, yeah. Maybe if, instead of, I don't know, six days, it would be less or more, or however it'd work out. I don't know. Um what the plan would be but um yeah if, if it's got a change and it's got a change i think having three divisions the same would be the right way so if you've got a drop down i wouldn't all be for it but i would be all for it that makes no sense whatsoever that makes no sense whatsoever <laughs> <laughs> yeah no it's gonna be interesting and obviously the numbers will permit what we can do so um yeah i mean it will um we we'll have to see. We we'll have to see what happens. Plus, you might have uh, new sign-ups, you know, coming basically after the end of the season. You know, true. Yeah, I'm true. thinking positive here. There might be people basically that will. There could be decide, a few different factors. Either there, come yeah. back or people basically find the site. Hmm. Yeah, there could be a few factors between now and the end of the season. Um, maybe we get a flux of sign-ups or something. Um, Right, we're going to move on, and we're going to move away from Division 1, and we're going to hear about what's been happening in the AG Clubhouse. So, Bercy's going to take it away for this week's segment. Greetings from the AG Clubhouse. 
where I can report that season 17 of the AG Tour is well underway. In week one, we visited Detroit Golf Club, where Nguyen's playing off a handicap of 15, shot a score of 25 under to beat Payne Wales by three shots, playing off a handicap of seven, with the rest of the field spread out well behind. Week two, and we visited Lothmore Abbey, the Rhino Botting Open, a popular event, was won by his good mate Tunners on a score of 19 under, playing of a handicap of 13. Special mention here to Bunsey, who was joined second on 12 under with Morris, but Bunsey was playing off a handicap of minus three, so fair play. Week three, and we visited for the first time ever Black Lake Golf Club in Michigan. And this event was kindly sponsored by our good friends on the podcast. The podcast classic was won by Bonzi, who played off scratch and shot a fantastic score of 21 under to beat Gazgross playing off 13 by just one shot. This week, we were on to TPC Summerlin and a tough enough course, but hopefully you will enjoy it. Remember that this year we are using the new handicap system based on the world handicap system. So every single week, your handicap will change based on the top eight rounds of your previous 20. It should lead to very competitive play and hopefully lots of different winners. Remember as well, you can play on both the 21 and 23 versions of the PGA Tour game. Just drop me a PM and join if you can. Until next time, thanks guys. Cool, thank you very much for that, Bertie. Right, Division 2. Um, Hilly, I'm going to obviously come to yourself. You occupy this division. Um, you're currently in the 12th, so you are in that relegation spot at the moment. Um, four games in hand on those around you. Um, do you think Do you think you're going to be able to pull out of that spot, or have you confined um... yourself to it? No, I think best is 12th, really. I've just got to pray that Storm um, finishes poorly, if I'm being honest. I think Satie um, and Bribe agree they're, they're too far gone now. Um, and like I said, I've played the most games uh, due to Diadex going on holiday. He's going off to Barbados, isn't he? The lucky, lucky person. Um, so, uh, yeah, played him um, early. And I've got Jeff on Thursday, so that'll be my season done fairly quick. But for me, no, being... Being realistic, really, I think 12th is the best I can hope for. But I, just, I don't know who Storm's got, actually, um, in his last games. He's got Mark Shark, so that won't be an easy fixture. Um, and then in the last week, he's got Jeff, again, who could could still win the title mathematically. Um, that's made me slightly more optimistic, but I, I can't see. Yeah, I can't see higher than 12th for me. It's a bad season, really. Yeah, I mean it's it is tricky, and obviously you know we'll, we'll talk about Division Three shortly, um, and you know what, what potentially could happen there. Um, Jam so far looks like he's going to win the league. I mean Jeff has obviously pointed on the fact that you know um, if Jeff wins, you know it could go his way, might mathematically win it by a point, a single you know a point or two. But I mean just looking at his stats. This season so far, 118 out of 22, only lost one, scored 109 goals. Um, 
only can, well, TD48, not the best defensive record in that league, but still very good. And then obviously a 61 goal difference. Um, you'd think it's almost criminal if he doesn't win the league, surely? Yeah, I, I think he is, um, he, he's got the league sewn up in my opinion. I don't think, I think Jeff is sometimes a bit inconsistent. Just even looking at his numbers, it sounds crazy to say that, but I think sometimes Jeff is a bit inconsistent. Therefore, um, it's it's easy to say that he might not pick up the points. Um, worth noting that Riverman and Sofa played um, about half an hour ago and split three points each. So um, again, it's it's obviously not um, not added onto the site yet. But Sofa is now played 24 and he's on 60. Um, and again, he's they both scored a, a shit ton of goals in that game as well. Um, for me, I, I so yeah, actually I think so, yeah. So yeah. actually, just sort of looking at the, the you know because if. Jeff wins his four games in hand. It would take him up to sixty points. To sixty. Sofa's yeah, already yeah. on sixty point. Sixty yeah. points. So which all, means he only all needs he needs to get something off Joe. I think he's got. I think he needs one point off Joe. I think. It's or Joe if he plays, loses, so. if he loses yeah, both, right. Jeff would need like a um, a big hammering in his last sort yeah. of four games in order to swing it. Um, yeah, I mean, it would be it would be FIFA levels of corruption, I think, if Sofa doesn't win. Um, <laughs> to, to be fair, I mean, one one thing I will say is if you sort of put your finger over Sofa and look, look at Jeff as being top of the league um, and, and work backwards, Jeff's had an absolutely fantastic season. This is similar to, you know, when Man City picked Liverpool recently. And everyone was saying, you know, if Man City weren't there, you know, Liverpool have got 97 points or 96. You know, where Jeff's had an amazing season. Yeah, he's only four points ahead of Riverman. But he's, you know, goal difference wise, unreal. You know, 33 extra goal difference than Riverman. Um, and you you rightly said that he, he's done amazing in terms of his against record. Only 34 goals conceded in 22 games. He scored a, a shed load of goals. Um, yeah, one less than Riverman as it stands at the moment on the table. But as we all know, Riverman scores lots, concedes lots. Um, I think Jeff would be incredibly unlucky if by some reason he doesn't go up automatically. Um but again, it, it comes down to that argument of, and I think on AG, we've always said everyone who goes up, goes up, goes down, goes down, unless there's a major um, league restructuring. But, you know, would Jeff really want to be in Division 1 if it's a slightly smaller division with, you know, those guys that are really at the pinnacle? I don't know. I know I don't want to be. I would rather be in Division 2. Um but it, it's that argument, isn't it? Is Do you really want to go up? And yes, so far we know it is leaving in the, the the leagues anyway um but for me it's it's an, yeah it's an interesting one it, it's it's going to be interesting just just while we're on um division uh division two as well looking through so yeah you've got sofa that's leaving um you've got mark that's leaving and geordie that's leaving so you've got three in this division alone that are um that are going um plus then the um the three people that will be then leaving the league by relegation and promotion so it's um yeah it's, it's an interesting one to see what will happen next season yeah, absolutely. I mean, Raz, I'm going to come to you. Uh, looking at this division, who has surprised you this season? I mean, Satie is is currently in 11th. Um, you know, if he stays up um, this season in this division, um, I mean, obviously, just looking at his record, he's not drawn. No draws this season for Satie. It's either been win or losses. Um who stands out for you in this division this season? Who surprises you? Um, who surprised me basically would be well, I know Ray spoke about him, but Jeff. Uh, I've been in Division Two. I uh, was in Division Two for a while, and I played Jeff lots of times. You could either get Jeff who absolutely destroys you, or you get Jeff basically who absolutely gets destroyed. 
um, like a really, really good player, but just had no consistency. And it looks like he's sorted that out. He's got the consistency now. And that's why he's that high. Um, City, City doesn't surprise me um, at all. Uh, you know, he's a he's a very meticulous person when it comes to playing FIFA. Plays a certain way. I've always found him difficult to play against. Um, and he will grind out results, but um, he doesn't surprise me. He, he's in the position he is. Uh, shocked that Hilly's down there in twelve. What are you playing at Hilly? I want to play you next season. I need I need at least three points. Oh, mate, you always do well against me, so I'm glad I'm going in opposite directions, hopefully. Well, hopefully not, actually, but uh, we'll see. We'll let's see. see, let's see. Um, before we move on... Just very quickly, just sorry, just yeah, very quickly as well. I thought it was quite funny that at the start of the thing you said, oh, uh, so Hilly, I'm going to come to you because it's Division 2. I'm pretty sure that, Av- uh, that Bloody Raz is higher up in uh, in the divisions than Hilly. He's closer to the top of Division 2 than Hilly is right now. <laughs> No comment. You're not wrong. <laughs> he deserves to be. He deserves to be higher, definitely. Let's see. Well, we'll come on to uh, we'll come on to Division Three and talk about Raz in a minute. Um, before that, we're going to go over to the F1. <coughs> Sorry, um, we're going to go over to the world of F1, and Joe's going to give us the latest of what's been happening. Take it away, Joe. Thanks, guys, and thanks as always for having me back for another F1 roundup. Since we last spoke, we've had three weeks, uh, three lots of F1. Week 5 was in Monaco, week 6 was in Netherlands, and on Monday just gone we had week 7 in Portugal. We'll take a quick look at what happened in those races. So we go back to week 5 in Monaco, obviously an absolute shit fest of a track. There was only 4 finishes in Division 1, and I think there was 7 in Division 2. Bunsey won Division 1, um, he won it by 20 seconds for Muba for Evers in 2nd place. Sweaty Barnes in 3rd and Bergabo in 4th, they were the 4 finishes. Bunsey had a fastest lap of 114.0. In Division 2, again, there were 7 finishes, Paul Lowe's won that one. He was quite a way clear, to be honest. Fastest lap by a mile of 116.7. The next closest was a 119, so he pretty much dominated that race. Over the three weeks, we have had six different winners over the two divisions, which, of course, is fantastic. Moving on to week six in Netherlands. Again, another tough track. They've got some hard curbs on there where it's quite easy to spin out. Again, in Division 1, there's only four finishes. That was a win for Muba forever. He won by 17 seconds for Mika Fika. I was in third place and Bunsi was in fourth with a faster slap for Muba forever of 114.1. Division 2, again, we had six finishes. Again, lots of cars crashing out, lots of DNFs. Sati won that race. He won it by 12 seconds from Big B. Gazgrass in third place. He had the faster slap with a 116.4. Tunners in fourth and Bertie in fifth. Moving on to Portugal. Again, a track new to this game. We've only done it once before in an event at the start when the game came on Xbox Game Pass. Again, only five finishes. Big curbs, uh, easy to spin, quite tough to be honest. Sweaty Bananas won this one. Uh, we had Ashcorn in third, second place. Bergabo in third with a fastest lap and X Morris in fourth place. In Division 2, it was a win for Red Rhinoceros. He won that by just four seconds. He had also had a fast lap of a 130.5. We had Bertie in second place. Tunners in third and Sate in fourth in what I believe was a wet race. Always tough conditions, of course. We'll take a quick look at what that's done for the tables. Again, they're still very close. 
Division 1, we've got Sweaty Brands out front on 88 points in his Aston Martin. Burger Boy in second place on 81 is Alpine. We then go down to 68 points for Mika Fika, 63 for Muba Forever and Ash Cohen, 57 for Jaminator and 56 for X Morris, with Bunsey slightly three points behind there on 53. Division 2, again, super, super close. 96 points for Paul Laws and his Williams, 92 for Satan and his McLaren, 90 for Red Rhinoceros, then it's down to 68 Birdie, 58 Riverman and 49 It's Only Jeff. Guys, we've got five weeks left in the season. As always, there are still places available if you want to take part. It's going well at the moment. Uh, like I say, both championships are super tight. Anyone could win. Uh, it seems like anyone can win each week. So if you want to take part, get in touch. Thanks, guys. Catch you next time. Cool. Thank you very much, Joe. It wasn't a very good night for you last night, Jam, was it? On the, uh, oh, on the F1. Horrific. Horrific. I... Um... Just got pipped in qualification by uh, Berger, and I think it was Morris, maybe, in second. Um, I think Morris, I can't remember. Charlino was just behind me. I remember that because he's steamed, he's ridiculous off the start. He must put some extra special, like Swedish petrol in that car, and he just steams up the inside. Um, but uh, yeah, Berger managed to escape, um, obviously putting the pressure on, trying to chase him down because, you know, anyone but Berger. Um, and then caught the curb and just span, and then had a hissy fit and crashed my car. Um, so yeah, not the best, not the best night. But no, uh, we mean, go again. Was, we was, go again next week. Yeah, it wasn't a bad night for me. I did take a screenshot because that's the highest I'm ever going to see in this F1 season in Division One. So it was quite <laughs> a good thing. Um, Hilly, it wasn't a very good night for yourself. I think you finished eleventh in the race last night. Yeah. Yeah, eleventh yeah, out of twelve. So uh, the only person who came behind me was Brilly because uh, Brilly does what Brilly does. He's uh, the uh, Morris of uh, Division One. He uh, he loves a wall. He loves a wall. But um, yeah, I we had a wet race um, and that track, you know, was was difficult enough in the in the dry. There's a few corners where if you go a little bit off, you, you you're facing the wrong direction. The hill and, drift uh, as yeah, well, isn't the... it? It's the 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 turn that goes as if you're going up a hill. Yeah, um, yeah, it was very difficult and even more so in the rain. So yeah, um yeah, just just got it horrifically wrong. No excuses again. A bit like my FIFA season really. Not a good night. No. No well. There's always next week, mate. And exactly. think of the two million and the raffle ticket. Well that is no point in the raffles, as we've discussed. Because <laughs> they're always won <laughs> by Burger. <laughs> um Right. I think I think being being based on what we saw on the site today, being a VIP should mean that you have your own but raffle that's burger free. That's what it should mean. But then he's a VIP, <laughs> so he's in there too. I True. think if you're if you're a VIP, uh, you should get five less tickets um, of burger. Yeah, for every VIP, burger for every VIP, less he loses he loses like five <laughs> tickets every time. <laughs> oh dear, it's funny. This is funny. Um, right, Division Three, uh, Amon Raz. It's, uh, it's not been a bad season for you so far, has it? He oh. played 18, won 17, drawn 1. Currently unbeaten, top of the league. Um, only conceded 23 goals, which is, you know, at least, I think, just looking for, at least 14 goals better than anyone else in that division. Um, it's clicked for you this time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I looked at this table for the first time like two weeks ago and went, I haven't, I haven't lost a game. I thought I lost. Like oh no, drew a match. It's like okay, um yeah, uh it's going great guns. Um, I don't know about anyone else, but I'm enjoying this t- this FIFA. <laughs> <laughs> do you know what, on that? Do you know what, on that? Very quickly, 
uh, me and uh, Sofa were having some friendlies the other night, and we both agreed we do as well. I think all the people that say this FIFA's riddled with bugs and it's crap and whatever, I actually really like this game. I do do me wrong, it stresses the hell out of me, but I think it actually isn't playing too bad. It's not not bad, not horrendous. I give it a plus because when you look at the when you look at your defense, um, I'm so grateful to have two defenders who, when I lose the ball, one of them isn't running back to talk to my goalkeeper. Uh, and basically playing everybody on side. That's that last year's game and the year before that. All your defense wanted to do basically is not hold the line. Anything but holding the line. There's always one that runs. You know, somebody makes a run and he decides, I'm not going to let you go offside. I'm just going to follow you all the way back. Whereas now, like a, I got Long and I got uh, Ostergaard. Mm. Thanks, Jam. Yeah, um, legend, absolute legend. <laughs> And the two of them just play so well together. So is that? Would you say that's the the key to your success then this season? A strong defence, like a strong foundation, or is it just is it Ricky Van Volsvingel? I mean, you scored it's, seventy goals, you know, which is joint best with with Wintz. Um, I I think what, it's it's more being able to finish. Mm. Um, like if you looked at me the previous season, I could I could grind out low results. Um, or I could keep the R team basically till minimum amount of goals, but just scoring goals was a nightmare. Mm. But uh, Ricky's been getting upgrades, <laughs> so at some point, <laughs> at some point, he's gonna crack the crack the seventy six rated part. All right, then you gotta sell him on. <laughs> sell him. Uh, <laughs> we talk about people. We talk about what the uh, beauty is in the eye of the beholder and and overvaluing players. I can just see it now. Ricky Van Volswinkel, 76-rated striker, 101 million, please. That's the asking price. <laughs> 110, I played 100 million for Sasko. True, true. Um, just very quickly, I mean, Ash probably was going to probably going to answer that. Ask the same question of you, Raz. Do you you'll go unbeaten? Um, probably not. I'd like to. Uh, be, just say, just say yeah. Go on, just have say a bit yeah. of confidence in yourself. Yeah. Uh, Who have you got left to play? Hilly, who's he got left to play? Come on. I've. He's got Harry. Uh, match day eleven. You played Harry. Played yet? Harry. Yeah. And what um, happened? Uh, he he almost beat me. He was two 0 up in seventeen minutes, and I beat him three two. And then the next nice. match, I beat him nine 0 Like Harry to bottle oh, it. Oh, nine 0 Fuck it out. Right. Harry, Harry sort it out. Uh, who else? Twelve. Uh, and the Wints. That's not an Ooh, easy fixture. Well, that's not easy. No, at I don't. All. I are they the last, well are they the last two then? And then uh, last fixture is Tunners, who is second. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, so, oh, wow. Okay. So you probably, there is a chance you won't go unbeaten then, really. Is yeah. It? I've got Curly in there as well, Troops. Um, but he's gone off on holiday. Didn't tell anyone. Oh, nice. <laughs> he nice. said to me on Thursday night, he won't be able to get on. Uh, he's got problems with controller, but he'll, he'll let me know the times of the weekend. Right. And then, uh, <laughs> and then I messaged him on, on Saturday. And it's like, any, any sign of those times? I'm free on Sunday. And then nothing. Said I'm free on Monday and Tuesday. He sent a message this morning. Says, "Sorry, got a last minute break, uh, so I'm not back to the 22nd." All right, <laughs> fair <laughs> enough. I mean, again, it, I think if you go and beat him, that would be a massive achievement in any any uh, any division. For, for yeah. Me. Um, so you'd be you'd be a worthy winner, which you are anyway. Um, who's run you closest so far? How do you think out of the people you've played? Who's run my closest? Um, yeah, who, yeah, who ran you the closest? Who was your draw against, for example? The draw was actually uh, in the first week. I think it was. Maybe I was. I think it was Wes. Please say Andy Brew. Oh. No, <laughs> I can't, can't remember what 
scored against Andy, but um, it was, I think it was, it was one of the early fixtures. I think it was Wes I played. Uh, it was like the first game, first uh, two games of the season, one one, and then drew against them. Um, but like hardest, to, to be honest, basically Harry scared the shit out of me there, uh, Lord Knight. Um, uh, the first, uh, he's, he was just plowing down the wing against uh, um, I John Tolkien, who plays uh, for New York Red Bulls. Hmm. Um, he's uh, he was having a absolute uh, torturous time against them. He raced into a two 0 lead, and I thought, oh crap, this is gonna. It's only seventeen minutes in. He's two 0 up. I'm gonna uh, choke this. But um, I swapped I swapped him out for uh, cursive uh, from AZ and. He didn't get back down that wing again. Yeah, he's a good tactician. That's that's what you want, isn't it? Yeah, it was, um, I, like I played him a compliment in the you know in the match reports. Like you had me. You know, it was uh, it was it was dicey. Like uh, even pulling it back to two one, it was towards the end of the game basically when it sort of fell apart for him. Where are we going next, Ash? What's next on the Division 3 agenda? So, obviously, the playoff spots at the moment. Wince, you know, you talked about. Um, you've got him play Raz. Uh, Rhino, Wizzy Fox. Uh, Payne Wales is only just outside the playoff spots as well. Um, you know, he wins his games in hand. He'll actually go into the uh, playoff spots. Um, do you think... Um, it, who do you think? Do you think Payne's going to uh, get into the playoff spots, Jam? Above Wizzy? Uh... Uh, I don't know. I think arguably the person who would get in there above both of them is Trooper, aka Curly, if he catches up in his games on time. Um, yeah, because you know, because he's he's hand, yeah. He, yeah. I mean, look at he's he's got six games in hand on Wiz, and he's only six points behind. Um, likelihood is he's probably going to get at least a win in those games. I don't know who they're against, but again, you'd you'd imagine he would. Um, again, I think it's anybody from him upwards um Wiz fox has done very well considering last time we were lumping him in with that lower end of the table in the last podcast mm. so he's Section done quite brilliant. well we call it section <laughs> brilliant the proximity to brilliant is that what you measure it as? <laughs> um i mean very quickly on that to be fair so obviously uh hilly you know you guys obviously um know each other very well H- how has he sort of felt about his progress this season because he did so well at the start of the season he was comfortably mid-table um, you know what yeah. six, five six fixtures in he'd, he'd won a, a few games I think all his all his wins bar this one uh, so yeah two wins and, and four draws all came within the sort of first eight or nine fixtures I believe so what what's happened what is it everybody else just sussing the game out what, what do you think possibly I mean he I, I'm not this FIFA's massive fan but he hates it even more than me um, and yeah he's He's not really doing head-to-heads. He's not. He's not practicing. He's not playing at all. Really, any excuse he'll be on Call of Duty now. So, uh, is am I allowed to use Call of Duty as an excuse for him? His uh, poor performance, but I suppose he's. Um, no, again, to be fair on that though, there's a few people in the other divisions. I, right, going back to Div One. Sorry to do this, but sweaty us at the beginning of the season. Didn't he start really slowly as well? And there was yes. someone else in Division Two who was similar. Sati wasn't Sati right up the top early doors, and now he's he's dropped down. So I don't know if there's like a the way the new fixtures have been created, whether it's sort of I, I don't know. I think um, Sweaty definitely started off poorly, um, and again, I think some people, I think over the season you see it level out, don't you? I think when people get to grips with 
the game uh, for, for sure. Um, again, you know, I think, Raz, you didn't like the game to start off with, I don't think, um, when we first started playing it. I think you were one of the ones who were against it in the early stages of this game, I believe. Um, and then you um, sort of obviously, you know, you've 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 done very well. Um, yeah, my my complaint is always for FIFA when it first comes out that. You know, for for the first uh, couple of weeks, it's really good. You know, the, the, uh, you can defend. It's hard to score. Um, it plays like an actual football game. Hmm. Um, my criticism is always you just immediately go negative when it uh, when it hits that like two or three week mark, and you get the first patch, and then you go on to it and you discover uh, it's it's FIFA Ultimate Team. They, yeah. They've basically they've made it easier to score. They've made the goalkeepers even even worse. Um, so I, that's where I get my negativity. But this one basically, um, they had their first patch and it didn't really do much as far as the gameplay, as far as I can, I'm concerned. And Brilly, sorry, uh, Brilly definitely agrees with that. I remember him saying right at the beginning, right, it started well, when's the first patch? When's the first patch? And he just became more and more negative, negative, negative after that. So you've definitely got Brilly agreeing with you, 100%. Yeah. It, it's standard practice for for FIFA when it comes yeah. out. It, it's it does it's it's pretty enjoyable for the first little bit, but if you go on and you watch any of the uh, the pack openers, um, you start hear you hear their criticism. You know why isn't my Messi card scoring from forty five yards out against <laughs> Manuel Neuer? You know it's Messi. It's like because mm. you're playing crap, and you're still playing like FIFA Ultimate Team from last year. Yeah, that's yeah, a good point. It definitely, yeah, it definitely changes, doesn't it? Um, yeah. Over the, you know, it starts off strong, and then when they start doing the updates, it's when they start making it worse, and then it's like, uh, I don't know. I mean, I, I think they nerfed the uh, the lengthy thing. Um, there was a length, um, the lengthy running characteristic that you had uh, at the start. Um, yeah, it benefited the likes of Erling Haaland and a couple of and Lewandowski, um, but it also benefited your defense. But then the complaints you were seeing on Twitter and everything was, um, how come my uh, 90 pace uh, winger um, that Berger has probably signed, um, how is he not outpacing uh, your centre back? It's like, so that's your complaint. Yeah. I mean, I was just looking at Berger's squad actually. I really, I, well, I, I didn't realise clearly he's, you know, he's not paying any wages this season. So maybe that's why the big offers for the uh, players <laughs> is going in now, um, just so that he doesn't end up paying like ten million a match day next at the beginning of next season. He's on. <laughs> like, you look at look at the tra- like the transfer fees everybody has. Like there's people sitting around seventy million. There's somebody in there about sixty, and then you go you look further up the table and there's a big massive gap. And then there's Burger with 159 million. And a squad, a, a squad that looks like it was assembled in the early nineties by Real Madrid. Yeah, it's just um, maybe that's why. I mean, it's fifteen million in wages is how much um, how much it would be if he I'm wasn't close. getting a wage free season. What's the payout? Is it six and a half million? Isn't it? I think six and a half million uh, match yeah. day income. So it means at the moment he's gonna he would be paying nine million a match day in wages. Maybe that's why the. Um, the players are all on the table. <laughs> He's starting to panic. Um, I mean, just talking about players, um, obviously, <laughs> bloody hell, cough. Uh, the raffles have gone up for the uh, the um, 
monthly uh, tier picks. Um, you know, if you get your tier, um, your number of entries for the raffle. So Dejan, Kuleski, and um, Indica. Out of the two, who 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 would you prefer, Jam, Kuleski or um, Indica? I don't need any defensive um, additions whatsoever from now. I've got a really settled back four, so I'm happy with my defence. Um, and the one thing I need is a winger. So, yeah, for me, Kulazeski would be great. He'd probably be a bargaining chip, to be fair, for, to, for me to get somebody else. Nobody in particular, but um, he's not the sort of winger I would normally use. Um, he's quite lengthy, rangy type player. I tend to prefer like smaller, trickier wingers. Um but uh, yeah, I mean, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Um, it, it doesn't matter, does it? I mean, if Burgers bought a ticket, it don't matter. He's, he's obviously going to win. So why are we even giving this airtime, Ash? Why are we even giving this airtime? <laughs> Hilly, you're asking the Spurs fan, mate. Of oh course, well, I'm going yeah, of course, of course, yeah. Well, I thought maybe you'd have a bit of sense, but maybe not. <laughs> um, nah, I won't. Ask, I won't ask you, Raz. There's no point. I don't suppose you've entered, have you? Uh, Swedish. You might like him. I haven't entered yet, surprisingly. Um, I might enter. Uh, depends. Which one do you reckon Marcus would uh, let me trade for uh, <laughs> seven <70 laughs> Midland? Probably both. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's brilliant. Um, it would. It would. It would ruin my wage structure. Yeah. Wow. That's it. I think Van Vogelsinger would be banging. Van Vogelsinger would be battering the door down, wouldn't he? Why is he getting paid two million? And I'm scoring all the goals. What's going on? As Wadham's getting paid more than my entire team's worth. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, you've got your your net payment of uh, five million a match day. Um, I'm, I'm only one earning money. That's it. <laughs> um, yeah. Wages are one point four million. That's it. That's that is impressive. So again, again, well I think, again we, we say about if you go and beat him, I think it has to be said, mate, it is a credit to, you're obviously a much better player um, than a lot of people give you credit for because the fact you are... You do are, it with the um, team. You do it with that team. Yeah, exactly. Players. Exactly. Yeah, it's, it's impressive. 100%. You know. Yeah. It's, I just, I'd rather play that way. It's the same whenever I play football manager. My current save is uh, Fodja, uh, taking them from the, the third division in Italy. Less money, the better. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Super. Um, right, to end the podcast, we're just going to have some predictions. Um, obviously, we are approaching the end of the season. Um, so just a prediction or two from each of you. Um, it can be across any of the three divisions, what you think is going to happen. Mm. Um, Hilly, I'll start with you. Ooh, where do I go? How bold do I want to be? Right, I'm going to go for... Oh, this is tough. Anyone got a glaring one that they want to go first? I'll, I'll go first. Go on, I'm going to finish above Ash by the end of the season. Oh, that is bold. No one will yeah. be coming to you um, for your lottery numbers, pal. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to finish above Ash before the end of the season. Um, and the other one is going to be... Let me just have a look. That... I think Riverman will beat Jeff to second place. In, I like in that division one. two, I think that I think there's a chance because only because Riverman has less of a chance. Je- Jeff Jeff is is shown to be the better player over the season, so it's it's a it's a bold statement. But for me, I think that Jeff's got the odd um, rage in him 
and I think the Riverman has less of a slightly less of a rage, I should say, not less, slightly less, and um, therefore could hold it together more as the pressure comes towards the end of the season. And he's he's only one point behind as it stands at the moment because of the goal difference. So yeah, there's there's my two. Yeah. Raz, um, I'm going for uh, for the man on the podcast, Hilly, to stay up. That's what I was thinking. Okay, yeah. I can't be positive now then. <laughs> of course you can. Back yourself, mate. Over yeah, who? Who, who drops into the relegation spot? Uh, I'm going to surprise everybody and say hey, Big B. Big B. Ooh. 24 games. City's played 20. Mm. Um, City's capable of putting together a little win, winning streak. Um, I think basically he'll, he'll get sucked into it. It's a dangerous place to be, 10th, and still basically within touching the distance of the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Interesting. What do you think, Ash? Um, so, of my prediction, I'm actually going to put my neck on the line for you, Raz. I think you'll go the rest of the season unbeaten. Oh, um, thank you. Whether you take the two wins, I, 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 I couldn't <clears throat> be that confident. But I think you will take, you know, I don't think you'll lose. Um four points or so so for me yeah you will go unbeaten the rest of the season um, and then the my other prediction is I'm going to bet on myself to finish above you Jam and I think you'll lose the relegation <laughs> oh shut up what in that division is going to beat me in division 2 get a grip <laughs> Joe, nah, no, no chance. N- N- Nunez will be in Antonio Silva's back pocket. I'm telling you, it doesn't make no difference. You'll be that in Division gr- Two greasy, next season anyway. That greasy the PM will be going into Joe at me. the end, won't it? Oh, put me, no, put honestly, me in Division I, I, Two. It, it, put me in Division Two. <laughs> if you need I to balance the be, numbers, I think it'll be interesting to see what happens. <laughs> I think it'll be absolutely. interesting to see what happens. I think that will happen. I think that. Um, not necessarily me, but I think that you will see a slight uh, readjustment because you don't you don't want massive outliers. That's the thing. You know, you look at Charlinio this season. He was put into Division One on a fresh, you know, based on nothing um, that we'd seen. And Joby was put into Division Two. Now Joby, as it stands, has done all right in Division Two, and that probably was a safe bet. But I I, I still argue that Joby would have held his own more than Charlinio in Division in, in Division One. Um, so it's really tough because in one hand you want to fill the gap straight away that's been left but on the second hand you don't want to put people in too quick and then them get pissed off with the game because they're losing loads or other people in the league get pissed off because they're winning loads it's a really it's so it's so tough it's like the f1 cars it's like bertie's handicaps in golf it's like anything yeah it's a thankless job and it's um it's incredibly difficult to get right. So fair play to, to Joe, Bertie, etc. for these guys who have to make these decisions because uh, as much as I would love to make these decisions, I wouldn't want all the grief that comes with it. So, No. No, absolutely. Um, right, we're going to end it there. Um, thank you very much um, to both guests for coming on. So, Hilly, um, thank you, as always. Um, I hope you enjoyed it. Thank you very much for having me. Been great as always. Yeah, no, thank you. And uh, thank you for coming on. Uh, Raz, thank you very much. And um, as I said, I have faith in you to end the season unbeaten. No problem. Um, 
hopefully many more Ricky Van Wolfsburg's goals. Uh, he got a hat-trick against Harry, by the way. Let's hope he don't get any more upgrades, though, because he won't last very long in your squad. I'll hold on to him, even if he's daily rated. <laughs> uh, that's it. Um, uh, Jam, as always, thank you very much for doing it with me and uh, being on the pod. Doing what with you, mate? I've got this lurgy on my own. I didn't come <laughs> near you. Um, just, just one little side point. I was wondering how you knew I was playing Charlinho tonight. You're letting me soften him up for you, and you're playing him after. Absolutely. Absolutely. <clears throat> Honestly, I, I hope need him at his worst. Charlinho, the, way the way I've the way the been playing the last five games. On the, on the wing, Martinelli, mark him. Mark Martinelli. Put two <laughs> men on him. Berger's offering a hundred million to Max. He don't. He must be well, good. It wasn't that much, but it's. Uh... <laughs> yeah, yeah. Who knows? It might be the last game he plays. Who knows? But anyway, um, also, I just wanted to end, obviously, you know, this is the last podcast of the uh, before Christmas and the year uh, and the year, the year, new year. So a big Merry Christmas to all the members on AG. And I hope you all have a fantastic new year. Um, obviously, we are approaching the end of the season. So uh, a couple of weeks break before we all go into the, uh, the madness of it again. Um, but yeah, no, Merry Christmas to everyone. Right, thank you for listening and goodbye.